Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta's precedent-setting injury lawyers. All right, Montreal has tied it up 14-14. Alouettes and Blue Bombers, about three minutes left in the third quarter. A surprisingly tight game there. Sorry, four minutes left in the third quarter. 14-14 tie. The Toronto Blue Jays... To visiting the Minnesota Twins, still one nothing for the Twins in the sixth. And in the Canadian Elite Basketball League, the game has not started well for the Edmonton Stingers visiting the Saskatchewan Rattlers about a minute and a half into the second quarter. Saskatchewan leads it 33-14. 33-14 for the Rattlers. The winner moves on to the quarterfinals. The loser will be eliminated. So the Stingers with a lot of work to do there. Elks at Lions on Saturday, and yeah, football is ramping up, including the Prairie Junior Football Conference, and I am pleased to welcome back to the program the head coach of the Edmonton Wildcats. It is Darcy Park checking in tonight. Hey, Darcy, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Reed. How are you? I am doing very well. It's nice to talk to you. Uh, I, I know sometimes when I get talking about fall sports, people say, can you put the brakes on it a little bit? But you can still enjoy summer and get ready for fall sports, everybody. Don't worry about it. Uh, but you guys are getting ready. What's, you got an exhibition game this weekend already? What's happening with the Wildcats? Yeah, we do. We're, we're two weeks into main camp here, and we're uh, gearing up for a little exhibition game against Calgary. They're coming up to Emerald Hills and Short Park for us to have a uh, Exhibition game. It's a good opportunity again for us to to get our young guys some some action against uh, some good competition. So we're excited to to kind of see where we at in, in the progression of the season. Now, remind me what the the last two pandemic affected seasons were like for the PGFC and for the Wildcats. Well, we lost we we lost a complete season in uh, 2020. Um, and then 2021, uh, we went without any uh, spring camps or right into main camps. And, um, you know, it was just, you know, we always had the uh, everything hanging over your head regarding, um, you know, if someone was testing positive, you know, day to day it would change. So, um, you know, I think we've, knock on wood, we've kind of gotten through that that part of it. We had a regular uh, off season where we had winter workouts throughout the winter starting in January, uh, our spring camp in, in May, and then our, our main camp, which started uh like I said, uh, July 22nd. So um, we're back kind of on track, and it's, it's exciting. I said we've had a, a, great, a great group of leaders, uh, veteran guys. We've, we've focused really on our leadership group and, and giving them the tools to be good locker room leaders, and uh, it's really been a, a positive experience to be around, a positive group to be around. Yeah, well, and I want to talk about what's going on on the field as well, but, but I understand a couple of uh, uh, changes off the field, though people who are very familiar with what the Wildcats are all about. Yeah, we uh, the, obviously anytime you're in amateur sports, it's it's uh, you know the volunteers and the people that are willing to give up their time is is the biggest thing to an organization. And and our organization was fortunate; we went through a little bit of a of, of a reorganization, and they brought in two really qualified uh, football people in, in Jason Millen and Megan Tanner to, to help as, as the football operation side. Uh, takes a little bit of pressure off of our, our board of directors and then allows, um, again, two high-quality people uh, to split up the duties and, and, and you know work together to, again, help our players have the best experience, uh, help our coaches with all the resources that we need, and then ultimately make our game day experience even better. So uh, we couldn't be happier with how it's gone. Obviously, Jay Millen was a former Wildcat, former uh, Golden Bear, and was a big part of, uh, you know, 
the resurgence of the Golden Bear alumni uh, with U of A, and uh, we're happy to have him back to where he started. And Megan was a former GM, and, and you know she's well respected throughout the league, and she's really uh, great in the day-to-day stuff that uh, you know coaches don't have to lose focus on on their tasks. Uh, she's taking care of that stuff, so we're pretty excited to have them both back. You know, I, I want to talk to you obviously about the current team, but I, I know from being around junior hockey and from you know interviewing you a lot over the years and and uh, you know the Edmonton Huskies uh, personnel as well that with with junior sports you want to win, you want to succeed, but you want people to have the opportunity to continue playing the sport they love. And and, and I think you've had some players who've been able to move on to uh, to youth sports, have you not? Yeah, like we're pretty excited. I think every year, you know, that that's our goal. Is again, we want to give the kids the tools to be able to play as long as you can. Like we said, this is a young person's game. Uh, you know, at some point, you're going to be told you can't play, but we want to make sure that our guys have the opportunity to go on. So, uh, you know, we lost a, a really talented uh, middle linebacker, and Reese Slender is going to go to the U of A. Um, you know, uh, he came in uh, early in the season last year and just uh, kind of really helped our defense and, and, and helped our young linebackers kind of show again the, the personality and the commitment it takes to be successful at this level. And, and Max Fisher, a, a, a really dominant old, old lineman, is moving on to University of Manitoba. Obviously, you don't replace those guys right away, but um, you know we're excited to have that opportunity. I mean, our guys are watching Jaden Dalkey uh, have a great rookie year uh, with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Uh, you know, he was a five-year Wildcat and uh, Luther Hakuna Vanu, uh, a Calgary playing receiver, is another one that our players are familiar with. And and again, that's that's what we want to do. We want to provide these guys a the opportunity to uh, you know continue a, a sport they love, uh, but also again, like we talked about, adding Jay and and Megan and and our what our board does and our all of our volunteers is we just want to provide these guys with a real positive experience that helps them uh, you know navigate this part of their life. Darcy Park, head coach of the Edmonton Wildcats, joining us tonight on Inside Sports. One of the themes tonight, Darcy, is versatility and athleticism because Chris Jones for the Elks isn't afraid to shuffle guys around if he thinks they can excel at a different position. Do you not have a player? I think the combination is fullback and defensive line. What's the story here? Yeah, you know what? Obviously, uh, the fullback in the Canadian game has kind of gone the way of the Dodo Bird uh, the last you know, a couple of years uh, with everyone playing five receiver sets. And so, you know, we got the idea a little bit uh, through Football Alberta when we were, you know, looking for someone to play that physical running back spot and we were looking at body types. And, you know, the majority of those kids were playing uh, defensive end. And we have a, a, a tremendous uh, fifth-year player in Cole Milford who uh, is a leader on our defense. And, and again, we just thought, well, you know, we, we can bring him in on a package on offense and, and uh, have him play that true fullback style and we can, you know, pound the, the ball a little bit more. We think that's going to be an advantage to us. And so in spring camp, we brought him over. And, and again, he hadn't played a lot of fullback, uh, but he did a great job. So I think, you know, now it just gives us that option where depending on what the game's like, you know, we just have to coordinate with uh, the defensive side of the ball and make sure that they know when, when he's coming over it and we're, we're, we're playing with that true fullback in our offensive set. And it, they, they can kind of work the rotation around that. But uh, we've been really happy with, uh, you know, the look that that's given us. And then obviously the options that having that, uh, you know, that blocker at the point of attack gives us in, in, in this league. Okay. Uh, so it is, uh, what, what, 1 o'clock? 
Saturday, Calgary Colts, Emerald Hills, and Sherwood Park. And I know we talked extensively. Man, oh, man, I, the pandemic has messed up with my sense of time. Was it three years ago you made the move to Sherwood Park? Uh, last year was the first year we, we made the just, move in okay. it. Okay, wow. Because yeah. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we talked about it. Okay, yeah. so so it's, it's worked out pretty well then. Yeah, no, we're, you know what, we're extremely happy. It's Our, our clubhouse is still in Rumble Park. Uh, you know, we're happy with that. Uh, it's a five-minute drive to Emerald Hills. So uh, I'm sitting out here right now watching our guys go through uh, a, a workout on the field. Obviously, when you have all the lines, the landmarks, you're on turf as opposed to, to uh, practicing on grass where maybe the 10 yards are actually 14 yards. We can get our landmarks and our spacing done. So it allows us that option. And then just the support we got from the community insured park was outstanding last year. I think our, you know, we're not, we're not pretending we're, we're a huge thing, but you know, when we're increasing our gate by two or 300 people, that, that ends up helping us out down the road in, in terms of uh, fundraising and, and bringing money into the club. So, again, you know, our crowds were really good last year. It's a great setup, and uh, we're excited to continue the partnership. Okay. Well, I'll let you get back to practice. I, I didn't realize you were taking time out of, <laughs> out of practice to talk to me. You've always been great with that. Okay. Well, have a good game coming up here on Saturday, and then you roll into the regular season on uh, on Sat- on Sunday, August 14th. EdmontonWildcats.com is the website, and people can always just Google Prairie Junior Football Conference and then get the whole league schedule as well. Darcy, really appreciate it, man. Have a great season. Well, thanks always for the support, Reed. We'll talk to you soon. That is Darcy Park checking in from your Edmonton Wildcats. So they got Cole Milford. He's going to play fullback and defensive end. That is quite a combo. You got the size, you got the physicality, so they want to lose, uh, use them on both sides of the ball. That's really cool. Glad to see the uh, PJFs, uh, PJFC off and running. Uh, we'll feature uh, the Edmonton Huskies throughout the season as well. So that's uh, really glad that they're going. The Stingers trying to stay in this one. Three and a half minutes left in the first half, trailing the Saskatchewan Rattlers 44-29 in that play-in game in the Canadian Elite Basketball League. And now into the fourth quarter, 14-14 between Montreal and Winnipeg. Kind of a surprisingly tight game there. Uh, We'll hear a little bit from Kyler Yamamoto, a little more from you on the world of VHS, and we will name the animal all ahead. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers. Go to jameshbrown.com. Yes, Gowan. Strange animal. The video for a criminal mind, still a classic. That blew me away when I saw it when I was a kid. I don't know, it's maybe 10 or so. I can't remember what year that was. We will name the animal in a couple of minutes. Kyler Yamamoto plays like a little animal sometimes. He's got a new contract with the Oilers. He was on Oilers now with Bob Stoffer with Brendan Escott hosting today, and Yamo commented on the expectations for the team this season. I think we have a cup contender. Um, bringing those guys back, um, at least Kulak and Evander, and then bringing in Campbell. Um, you know, I've been with the Oilers for two years now. This is, I would say, the most depth I think we've ever had. Um, you know, as an organization since I've been here. So I'm really excited that they came back. And, um, yeah, just really excited for the season. And hopefully, you know, we can bring a cup back to Edmonton. Yamamoto often, uh, well, has been described, Jay Woodcroft said it, as a popular choice as a line mate for his teammates. Escott asked him about that. It makes me happy. Um, you know, I love playing with those guys. Um, you know, you got the two best players in the world. You got Evander, you got Hyman. 
Yeah, Nuge. I mean, there's so many guys that are just phenomenal players that you could play with. Um, and for them to say that, um, you know, that means a lot. And, um, but at the end of the day, you know, just trying to play my game, um, do what I can do, um, and, you know, kind of eventually help the team, hopefully, to win more games and um, hopefully make playoffs again. All right, a little bit there from Kyler Yamamoto. Get the full interview on the Oilers Now page on 630shed.com or uh, sign up for the podcast for that excellent program. 780-496-0063. I never thought I would say this in my broadcast career. We might have to do more on VHS tapes tomorrow night. Yes. Get some kind of an expert on. Apparently, people are, are quite enjoying this topic uh kellen what else do we have coming in all right so kevin wanted to clarify too that his copy of peewee's herman's big adventure is an unopened vhs tape not a dvd and he also says don't throw away your vhs tapes you'll never know when you're going to need to tie a raft together to get off an island <laughs> why would you take the vhs tapes to the island with you uh okay but yeah uh, unopened list. now that's the key he's got an unopened tape so that maybe would be that well that would be worth something. Yes. Now thousands, I don't know. Hundreds, maybe. Maybe. Um. But yes. <laughs> uh, that's interesting. Yeah. There we go. Uh, Sam texts in and says, "How about a collection of Don Cherry's Rock'em Sock'em? Is that worth anything? I have a TV player to go with it." <laughs> Look it up on eBay. That's what I can tell you. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, look it up on eBay. I, I would think that that would be. I, I'm just guessing here. I, I would think that would be a more specialized item, a collector or somebody's missing a volume or two along the way. I, I don't know, just in terms of the average VHS. Th- I think they're called tape heads. I yeah. believe that's the lingo. <laughs> tape heads. <I> love <laughs> that's it. what my buddy said to me once. Because last summer, when I first started thinking about this, I, I said to one of my friends, um, what like what do I do with these tapes? He's like, well, I know a couple of guys mm. who are tape heads, but they're not just going to let you dump their collection. Like they don't just like, hey, show up at my house and give me all your VHS tapes. I mean, they still want right. to have something relatively useful. They just don't want other people's garbage, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And we'll give the last word to Roadhammer tonight. Uh, he's texting in again and says he has Hot Shots and the epic sequel Hot Shots Part Two. It's the Maverick of sequels. Part Two, yes, classic. Okay. Well, I, 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 in some ways, I feel a little bad because we opened this can of worms here, and now people are asking us questions as if we actually know. I, I don't know who <laughs> fixes VHS tapes. <laughs> I, I don't know who transfers them on to DVD. I think somebody might have answered that on, on Twitter. I, uh, I kind of I'm, have took that up as a little bit of a hobby over the past, well, during the pandemic. I was transferring all the old uh, home movies and that stuff um, at my parents' place and that's and everything. Oh, so you'll do it for people then. There you go, yeah, everybody. There we if go. you want yeah. your VHS tapes on DVD, drop them off at Ched for Kellen Kennedy. <laughs> No, don't do that. No, seriously, don't do that. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> Our receptionist wouldn't know what to do with all the boxes. Yeah, that would that, that, that wouldn't be a good, good idea. Mysterious <laughs> packages dropped off for Kellen Kennedy. They may not get to him. Well, it, it, yeah, it's a strange world. So, again, a little fun Twitter poll. I got 600 votes. When we do hockey polls, we get 1,500 or 2,000. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I said, whether you watch them or not, do you have any VHS tapes in your residence? 64% yes, 36% no. So around two-thirds of the people who have voted own 
VHS. I'm guessing most of them aren't being watched. And as Blake was saying, you can find stuff on YouTube. Sometimes a sports specialty channel or a movie specialty channel might play an old game or a movie. Um, now, if something's on your P, like, what would you sooner have? Something on your PVR for several years that you never watch or a VHS tape? I don't know. They're both taking up space right. in a different way. Wow, that's deep, man. Mm-hmm. I just blew my own That's mind. the safe on that one. I'll let you know tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, let's okay. So it's a world famous game. It's the it's the one thing that keeps me going. It is name the animal. Kellen Kennedy either has an animal live with him in the control room, or he recorded the sound of an animal, and he will uh, put the sound of the animal on the airwaves. And I will have to name the animal again. You are welcome to assist me, but this is not a prize segment. If you know the animal. This is purely for educational and entertainment purposes. Edutainment. Much like my existence as a whole. Okay, what do you have, Kellen? <laughs> See, I always think it's a bird, so I'm not going to guess bird today, uh, or a type of bird. That is, um, I, I'm going to say that's... Uh, that's some sort of a primate. Is that some sort of a monkey? Uh, no, it isn't. I'm going to direct. I'm going to direct you down the correct path right off the bat here. It is a bird. So you go with your gut intuition so, here. It's a one, bird. The one time, because I always, almost always guess a type of bird. Okay, and there are thousands of types of birds. Is it a? Is it a quail? No, some it is not. A, some. It's not a, some sort of a wild turkey. No. Okay, can you play the noise again, please? Sure. Should be playing. Uh, there we go. Uh, is it some sort of a duck? No, it is not. Is it? Is it aquatic? Is it near water? Uh, it lives near water because its food source is basically what lives on the water. Sometimes. The food source lives on the water or in the water. Either or. Is it? Is it? A, what do you call those? An albatross? No. Are, are there's, aren't they the ones that dive in and scoop the fish out? It is a predatory bird, though, so... Is it a vulture? It is not a vulture. No, I think you had vulture one night. It's a predatorial bird. Oh, wow. This is... Is it a hawk? Some sort of a hawk? No, close, though. Close. It's not a, a falcon. That's it? It's a falcon. It's an Atlanta falcon. It's, it back it's a peregrine falcon. You know. <laughs> All right. Well, that's... This is the uh, happiest moment of my day, folks. Yeah, I got it on the eighth guess. It's a peregrine falcon. Uh, they're quite lovely birds, are they not? They are. I yeah. don't know. We'll just compliment them, even if they aren't. I seen Very a bunch of them on BC well. last or in BC last week, and while I was on holiday, they're just oh, so you awesome see that's birds. good, Kellen. You used your personal experience to inform your choice of animals. Oh, I've got material for the rest of the year, Reed. (laughs) After that trip, I've got material for the rest of the year. Is it going to be all birds, though? No. It's going to be all birds. We'll be going all across the animal genus, (laughs) you know, throughout the end (laughs) of the year. We'll explore the animal kingdom. Join us tonight on Inside Sports as we play random sounds of animals. That's right. Exactly. Winnipeg Blue Bombers get a touchdown to go up 2014 with just over eight minutes left in the fourth quarter extra point to come there is a flag on the play but i think montreal was offside the stingers trailing 51 35 at halftime on the road against the saskatchewan rattlers 
And the Blue Jays are now up 3-1 in the sixth against the Twins. Okay, Oilers now tomorrow from noon to 2. Dave Campbell's the producer of Inside Sports. The one and only Kellen Kennedy was your studio producer this evening. My name's Reed. Go watch some VHS movies, everybody. And be kind. Please rewind. Yeah, I just said that at the end. That was